0: Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Coop and welcome to The Spoken Metal Show. This is episode 49. 49, just one before fifty, 50. I'm trying to orchestrate will be the Bloodstock uh, preview show. This is the Wacken preview show. Uh, Wacken is apparently the preferred, I, th- I believe that's the correct pronunciation, it's not Wacken. Uh, and certainly when I've worked it, the locals have told me that the- Wacken seems to be the correct pronunciation for it there. So this is a preview show. For for Vachen. and I thought, I just personally wanted to see if I could do it because it's like you know Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday's worth of of stuff kind of to talk about. But it's it's Vachen's massive, Vakin's huge. So you you have to you have to attempt to cover it. So some people may hear this on Thursday or whatever. It's whatever. Just fast forward through to whichever day you're up to, and and I'll give you kind of who I think you should go and see. Who I think and maybe. Give you a little bit of a roadmap, in case because there's so fucking many bands playing, there's so much going on. It it seemed only fair and, and right to kind of just try and give somebody a fucking map to figure out. Vacan's absolutely massive. You know, you think like when it started, in, it was in 1990. Vacan Open Air or WIA, um, it started in 1990 to come to what it is now is is incredible think What who would have headliners on 1990? So wizard, I think it might have been. Anyway, they. Uh, the kind of, sort of obviously kept growing, and I think when they added the, the party stage uh I think it was about two thousand or two thousand and one, and they were having like bands then by this time, like Iced Earth and Venom, Saxon Motorhead, and that type of thing well, I think when they added the party stage, it really just started to just go crazy Vacan. vacuum is is the, is apparently the biggest metal festival in the world and it 's difficult to to argue with that i i've i 've uh, seen quite a few well, like quite a lot of festivals. And it just is. It's like a city. It's like Glastonbury when when you when you see Glastonbury, and especially when you drive driving up to see it, and you kind of see it all building up. You see the signposts coming up, then you see the traffic, the people, and then before you know, it, you can see the the stages. Fucking is fucking massive. Even when you you've got your your passes and shit, and you can travel around, you still have to get like a fucking van. There's like these vans to like to kind of take everybody around all the, 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 In the different stages Even that takes fucking 10 minutes, 20 minutes It's fucking mental You have to kind of really plan Who you want to go and see and when So this is me kind of suggesting who you should maybe go and see You might be like, fuck off Coop I'm staying on at the, at the main all day And that's cool, you know But I might suggest people you think Fuck, I didn't realise so-and-so were playing And you might go and see them and try and give some order I'm basing this order roughly on when I think they will play, roughly speaking, so it's going to be a little bit of crossovers and whatever. What's interesting is, the first thing I want to start with is the Welcome to the Jungle sort of area, and they, they're doing yoga there. I think they've, they've done yoga a couple of years there. I remember working, and uh, the, the backstage of Vacking is fucking brilliant. It's, it's really well put together. You know, it's the, the VIP sections and everything is incredible, but they have, like, yoga, and the food's amazing, but they have, like, yoga. You book yourself in, and, and so on will kind of... You know, uh, if you get your sort of yoga session, you'll have, like, um, people to do sports massages and stuff like that, which is, like, really, really sort of popular amongst t- touring musicians. I've seen mu- touring musicians bring entire weight sets with them, at the fact that it's fucking mental, like. Uh, but I've seen that. T- uh, so, like, the first thing I'm going to suggest for a metal festival is the yoga. If you can get up early enough and get yourself a bit of yoga going on, certainly once you- if you're flying as well, certainly if you're heading... There now, and you get there early, or if you just before you leave, or the first morning, yoga is fucking brilliant for fucking sorting that out for you. Um, I, I suggest I'm suggesting yoga is the first thing you do on a belt festival because it's fucking bust. So you know, there you go. But also that welcome to the jungle sta- stage area, if you will, is is fantastic. There's also the the wasteland. Which is like to so the, the the thing about the about is there's obviously multiple stages, but there's always areas where they're doing kind of great stuff, show movies, spoken word, of which one day, hey, you know, one day maybe I'll do fucking ten minutes of vakin. Can you imagine? I'd fucking that's got to be that's got to be the top of the mountain for me, um, amazing. But so, I I suggest going to the wait and See, they've got cage fighting. Just, what the fuck? They've got cage fighting. So I don't know if it's gonna even, well it's cage fighting, so there's gonna have to be a cage. So but I think that's just gonna be an amazing sort of prequel to the fucking crazy I think they got like medieval fighting as well, you know, with, that shit with this the swords and stuff, and, and it's like UFC but fucking medieval. I I, I just that interests me A I, lot. I think it's be amazing to see that. So I really want to check out would want to check out the wasteland sort of section there. But the first First sort of act that I think you should check out is um, The Addicts on the Headbanger stage. Now, once again, <laughs> metal festival, but I'm suggesting go and see a punk band. Um, yeah, but The Addicts are, you know, they're, they're, they're ingrained now. They're, they're kind of part of, 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 of punk culture. You know, that whole Clockwork Orange thing, you know, and that type of thing is 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 inherent. That, that look and, and the, the, the sort of the logo and stuff is is incredible. And it's an incredible part of British punk. I mean, they've been going, what, 79? Um, and so they're still an incredible band. You know, J- J- Joke in the Pack of Evil Revolution is still amazing songs. But they're going to be... That's going to be a fucking... They're a class actor. If you have a list of punk bands that you should see, then the addicts need to be on that list. Why would they fucking not be? They're, they're one of the bands at the forefront of British punk, they really were. So then... It, it it's, it's weird, back and like I say, it's difficult to go from one stage to the other, you really have to plan your time, but I'm going to ask you to make that trip to go and see um UFO on the main stage, or the wet stage, if you will. um You know, obviously this is, uh you know, post-Schenker sort of UFO, but Vinnie Moore's on guitar and has been for a while now, um and so... You know, where do you, where do you fucking start with UFO? UFO's ca- ca- catalogue fucking is crazy deep. They've got, like, you know, they've got a really strong sort of bench of songs and discography, you know, Strangers in the Night and stuff, and, you know, uh, uh, where do you start, Doctor, 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 Doctor? Like, the, the, the version that everybody knows is pretty much the, the live version. That's the kind of v- version du jour, The jour, the preferred version, if you will. Uh, but then you got, like, Rock Bottom and stuff and Vinnie Moore. I mean, fucking uh, what what... what you know, what's to say about Vinnie Moore, I mean, just playing on Mind's Eye alone was fucking, it, it is incredible, so that's going to be a real fucking, going to be surprising some of the songs you know, you're going to be like, fuck, I didn't realise the fucking UFO played that, and this, and a real, real. you're in a, that's a complete safe pair of hands, that is, a really, really good show, and Vinnie playing his ass off as well. Then, like I say, you can steal yourself back to the headbanger stage again. If not, stay with the addicts and then go with this next band. But if you can't get to the main stage and watch UFO set, I think it'd be, it's going to be great. On the headbanger stage again, you know, and it's got a quite a nice little sort of punk, British sort of punk thing going on because the damned are playing. And why the fuck would you not want to see the damned, you know, since 76 or so, 76, 77, you know, they've been fucking, you know, the. Punk band to, to to you know, I the the Dan probably probably of the first punk bands I'd properly heard and got into. And I got into listening to to Captain Sensible, you know, so they, this was the time they were on, um they, what did he played nasty, I think, on the young ones. So they played like on the young ones and I was like, What the fuck is that like, you know? And he was playing that vox guitar and um they they they're I mean what what isn't to say about I mean a lot of these bands are just like they almost speak for themselves you say the name of the band and it's that fucking important that they are but I mean Smash It Up uh, you know New Rose I'm trying to think what else you got like you know what else can you say what just a, an incredible band and you know down and Vocals is just sort of seminal you know it's seminal I mean watching The Addicts and them that's a fucking British punk rock fucking history lesson right the fuck there you know um if you can as well, if you, if you don't want to listen to any of that shit, go and see fucking early John Roth on the Metal Church stage. Fucking hell, we went to see... I just went, I, was, I was working there one time, and I went to see early John Roth, he's playing like fucking 1 o'clock in the morning or some shit, everybody was running late or whatever. I remember just watching him and thinking, he's a fucking wizard, he's a magician, he's fucking... The, honestly, you'd be surprised how much stuff you, you, you know about John If you're a guitar player... Fucking hell, it's it's an overload for you. You've got Vinnie Moore and UFO, Captain Sensible of the dam, John, Roth playing um on a metal church stage. Just fucking, you know, just you've got you pick this is only fucking Wednesday by the way. We haven't properly started, and then you have got on the main, you've got on the wet stage, um, you've got the fucking Sisters of Mercy. I mean, <laughs> what? What? I mean, what? What else to say? You know. The, the the wonderful Andrew there, you know, he's great just a a superb human being. Just you know, ha, ha, how many albums are they going have they got now, our sister mercy? Three studio albums or something? That's fucking that's ridiculous that these I I think, I know but their body of work was so important. The eighties for me when I first heard the Sisters of Mercy and, and, and things like Floodland, the Sisters of Mercy were just it, almost a class of people say it's gothic rock and all that i get it but to me it's just it's they're just the sisters of mercy you know i mean the that whole vibe and stuff they're still ahead of the time fucking now they were when i heard them in like eighty three eighty six 86, but they're they're fucking they're ahead of the time now you know you you're gonna get like the the temple of love and stuff and and things that you you hear and stuff but you know you can hear what 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 you what uh, he, Manson and Reznor got from from the Sisters of Mercy. You can totally hear that and that. Uh, I wonder if Chris, me, me, Chris is playing guitar again. I hope he is, because he did a really good job when he was playing with, with the Sisters. I hope he is. But you're gonna get like you know. I I'd really want to hear uh, Dominion and Mother Russia or Floodland. Obviously, that's that's what I want to hear. Because that was one of the first, that was one of the first guitar lines or melodies I ever learnt. And I just remember thinking, just it's fucking, it doesn't get any better. Like it's so simple and so clean and precise, it's like the it just, it blew me away The Sisters and Mercy is just going to be, they're going to bring a, an ambience with them, i are going to breathe a whole thing, you yeah, I could, know I couldn't think of a finer way to end that evening you know, with the whole the punk thing going on and watch The Sisters and Mercy actually I can't think of a better way to end that evening on the movie stage or the movie field which I should say, I keep saying stage and field and get wrong, you know what I mean, the sections there they're showing the Lemmy movie now, if there isn't someone who's connected with with Vakin more than Lemmy, I don't fucking know. And you know, I saw Lemmy sadly the, the last time he played uh Vakin and I was side of stage and, and and saw like a man you know really fucking just do everything he could to get that music out there and the, and and a, and, a, and a very and a crowd a deeply appreciative crowd knowing that they may be sending him off it was it was it was something else. Lemmy the documentary I mean what can you say it's it's one of the best music documentaries of all time if not the best music of all time. it's right up there it is probably up there with the best metal ones of all time and um, along with the decline of human uh, of, of civilization civilization and all that type of thing but as just a documentary in and of itself incredible as about what it's been like to be on the road what it's like to be that long uh, uh, in in the public forum to be an icon what that represents to be a musician to be a, a, someone who, who in rock and metal and you have peers to all these things are are, are kind of are, are addressed in in lemmy the documentary and i can 't think i cannot there is no other than the the wood the, 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 the Wacken, um Nearly said woodstock there isn 't he, you imagine that like Wacken the Wacken documentary is probably the next thing that you probably see i think they 'll probably be showing i 'll have a look i think they're probably showing that Why would the course they would do? So that's that's Wednesday. Realistically, it doesn't start for till Thursday. You know? It doesn't start till Thursday. Maybe even for some Friday. That's fucking crazy. You're getting that much quality. That that could be a festival in itself on its own day. Incredible stuff. So they're my picks new I think you should check out on Wednesday. Okay, so let's move right along and get into Thursday uh, at Vakin the first, not even and uh, maybe I suppose you could see it's maybe not the the proper official day it is, but some people like you think like and so I probably want a lot of the, the bands I'm going to talk about are probably sort totally of the bigger name bands because it's just frankly the people I'd want to see, but I do want to give a shout out to some bands on on lists that maybe won't get any sort of column inches, if you will we'll get any more coverage but I'd I'd certainly check them out I'd definitely try festivals to try and see two or three bands I've never even heard of before and go and check them out and one of those bands is grog they're on the history stage uh, and they just sound it it they just sound fantastic to me it's portuguese uh, death metal and grindcore it's, uh, it's all the good stuff I just I just think that's going to be phenomenal Our history stage is full of like really kind of Interesting and involved acts there I think that's a definite place where you would go If you were unsure about who you want to see Go to the history stage I would almost say you're going to discover a ton of bands That are going to blow you away But let's not mess around And You've got the uh, harder, faster, harder, louder stages coming to play now And you've got um, Testaments on the louder stage Um, I'm a huge fan of Testaments For me almost one of the big 4.5 if you will uh they should really be in there from the bay area so they should really be they should get in you know to that. if there's a big eight they should be in the big eight but it's I, i've just i i've never seen testament play a bad set i just really haven't chuck billy i've never seen him off form alex Skolnick, just a, a, a phenomenal guitar player just phenomenally a p- player like you know and just Testament, one of those bands that I grew up with, thinking it was the be-all and end-all in, in metal. I just thought they a great. So we're hoping they play stuff off Practice What You Preach. That was my introductory album to them, uh, namely the title track being one of the biggest ones. But it'd be nice to hear something like Sins of Admission, Admission maybe, alongside you know Into the Pit and The New Order and that type of thing. But I think for me, Testament, it's going to be one to hear if they, they try out some new stuff, which they should do a little bit. Kind of. It's been a while, I think, since they put put something out there. I want to hear what the new stuff is by Testaments, and I think they'll try. I think they'll they'll sneak maybe one or two songs in there. So that's going to be really, really interesting to see what they do. But if they don't, they're still going to play an absolutely incredible, incredible set. Testaments are just fucking brilliant. They're just brilliant. I saw them uh, a while back with with Saxner Festival, and and they were just fucking a class act. Just you know the all the fundamentals of thrash on show. They were just you knew what they were doing and do it so well, and then. Before you go and see the next part, I would suggest on the harder stage, you've got to see Henry Rollins doing his spoken word on the uh, in the Welcome to the Jungle section uh, tent, if you will. Yeah, I don't think he's doing it. He's, he's he's currently touring, isn't he? With like a slideshow type of thing, a place he's been to. I don't know if he's going to be doing that or more of a straight up thing. It doesn't matter. It's Henry fucking Rollins. He's he was the influence behind me doing a podcast to do a ninety percent of the stuff I fucking do. Because he's the man. He's a huge fan of metal and rock and music in general. You know, wildly knowledgeable about stuff. Just a consummate sort of uh, spoken word master, and and seeing him at Vakken is almost like a little home for him. You know, I think he's been in more than one day as well. It's like a home for him. You have to see him. Uh, 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 on in Welcome to the Jungle, you have to see Henry Rollins do the this spoken word. It's just it's just fucking mandatory. You should check out a lot of the spoken word stuff. There's really some good stuff on there, and it would be certainly be my dream to to do it, some kind of this spoken metal show. on, on or, at at Vaken most definitely. So that's Henry Rollins. He'll be uh, he'll be there, and that'll be guaranteed amazing. It's probably fucking absolutely packed as well. And then so you go into the hard, harder stage for me, and you're gonna watch Hammerfall, and I. And how far we walk? 20 years they've been going? I've never seen them live. Obviously, I'm familiar with stuff Legacy of the Kings or Legacy of Kings. Um and and so but I've never seen them live. I really want to see kind of what they do. It's you know, it's a lot of Judas Priest in here in there that I like. Um it's like stuff like At the End of the Rainbow and all that thing. I really want to kind of see, for me they've really kind of pitched all the bands on on on, on this day really well to, to, there's just enough variation to keep it interesting and hammerfall i just I want want to see if they're going to have a, what what the stage is going to be there's always these huge massive songs that they've got going on and i just think it's going to be you know i, I really want to see what they do and i want to see them live i've never seen them before you know somehow escaped me um, but yeah i really want to see them live and see how that works out and then you've got on the fast i've just realized i'm going from the louder to the harder to the faster <laughs> stages here Airborne, I mean, you know, uh, Baby DC as some people see them as, I don't, I see them as a standalone band, yes they fucking sound like ACDC, let's put that on Front Street, you know, I get it, like Rita Van Fleet sounds like Led Zeppelin, I get it, you've got to have someone, and yes I get it, Airborne where the heart's on the sleeves very much so, you know, but Fucking hell, they got Lemmy to drive them round in a truck for the Running Wild video. So if Lemmy says the good, I'm good to go. You know, I want to hear Running Wild, I want to hear too much, too young, too fast. Maybe some deeper cuts, like Let's Ride, let's maybe hear that. Um, and the you know Joe Airborne are going to represent, they're just representing a good time. Metal, like Lemmy said, sometimes doesn't have to be like you know any deeper than just enjoy the at at service level. Get drunk, sing along, bang your head. Airborne are fucking from the gate, they go. They fucking go. It's wild headbanging from the fucking offset. So just go to see Airborne and enjoy yourself. Get yourself a beer, fill up your Viking uh horn, and and just you know, and enjoy that. That's gonna be incredible. You know, just enjoy that because it's gonna be fucking just a mass of people. Enjoying themselves, which is exactly what um, Vacan is all about. Uh, you know, it's, it's, some people it's the, it's the only festival they go to all year. It's it's the most important one that they go to, and it means everything. that People take like you know, there's a whole weeks off to go to 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 Vaken. So it's just gonna be people enjoying themselves, and then. We go on to Sabaton, just this Swedish military metal, if you will. That, uh, you know, I, I developed a bit more of a love for Sabaton after listening to Fall on Hope again and realizing that songs were about military. Are, it's quite quite interesting, you know. Uh, you know, uh, your home's fo- or your home's vocals, and I think it's Chris and Tom on guitars, not uh, uh, Now at the moment, you know, when they play the Art of War, it's, just, it's very little bands that can fucking touch them, and you know. I'd like to hear the line from the north as well, maybe Cliffs of Gallipoli with that piano thing going on. It's quite, I quite like that, like he would think. But once again, Sabaton, it's spectacle, it feels like. It feels like, for me, Sabaton, uh, they've already kind of like, you know, got the wings, so to speak. They're already kind of accepted and they're really well-respected and loved by the backing crowd. But this feels like a China to really play that set, that set that really kind of t- sort of pushes you to the, to the, to the end degree, to the higher degree. And so, you know, that's a really sort of really good a strong sort of run there. But if you can get yourself over to the headbanger stage, uh, to watch Dark Funeral, I certainly would. I I I've never seen Dark Funeral before as well. Um, you know, and it's and it's Swedish black metal to the fucking, you know, to you know as as exactly how you want it. You know, it's uh it it's secrets of the black mass. It's it's Lord uh, uh what's his name ha- Harriam, Harriam. I probably spelled that wrong. i fucking fucking pronounced it wrong, and a, a ton of black metal guys are going to give me a whole load of grief. But I'd like to, you know, I'd like to hear God Hate It. That's a fucking great song by Dark Funeral. Uh, I think that's from, what's that from? A Terra, uh, something kind of a of, to, to a Terra Sanctus, I think that's something like that it's called. But Dark Funeral, just fucking, it's Swedish black metal, exactly how you want it to be. And that's going to be really special. It's kind of it feels a little buried that like, so I'd definitely go and see that because that's going to be fucking incredible. And if, and if black metal and that type of things you think, then you're gonna to want to see um, Tom Fisher. Um, you know, obviously, formerly of Hellhammer, now Triumph of Death, named after the Hellhammer song that a lot of people think is the best Hellhammer song. Playing songs from Hellhammer as Triumph of of Death. You follow uh, on the wet stage, But you know. You know, Tom formed Celtic Frost, which is a band you fucking know, if you don't, I don't know, about. you should immediately check them out. But you're getting, I mean, it's just where do you start? But you know, you're going to get Satanic Rights, and it's just fucking. That's going to be that. That feels as if that's a hidden gem there. I don't think a lot of people have got onto that, but because it's like quite late at night. I mean, it's all the best stuff. Vakin happens really, really late nights. I talked about seeing old John Roth at like you know two o'clock in the morning. It just, it, everything goes on. You know, a, a long time goes on to like to, to 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 into the night. So definitely, Tom and Triumph for Death playing playing Hal Hammer songs. Who doesn't want to hear Hellhammer Hammer songs? Who doesn't want to hear that? And then to, what on the movie stage thing? If you want to relax a little bit after the whole life, fucking black metal and chanting and military rock metal type of thing, and uh, many activities and descriptions you can give it. You've the the, the end, uh, documentaries on, on on the on the movie in the movie field. You should really watch that to to understand how kind of. You know, uh, the founders, Tom and, uh, and uh, Izzy Hulter, kind of put it all together. It's fascinating, it's fascinating. It is a military, talking about military metal, it is a military exercise when you go there. It's it's fucking enormous, it's enormous. Much bigger, bigger than you think. And they're always trying to look forward as well, always trying to look at how they can improve it. Like I don't know, you had this the previous years, but this year they've got someone signing. You know, you've seen those YouTube videos of someone signing fucking some aggressive rap or aggressive metal song, and they're signing her way, which I think is fucking amazing. I think her name's Laura um, Uh I think I'm probably pronounced that wrong, and I'm sorry if I am Laura, but she's like kind of the, I think she's on the 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 the, the fastest day. She's going to be doing. The, the sign for it, I just think that's fucking brilliant, because there's something you don't necessarily have to hear, you can feel, it's hallowed ground, they see heart as hallowed ground back in. it's hallowed ground, you can feel a vibe, you can feel an energy, you don't have to fucking hear to know you're in a fucking pit, you don't have to, you know, it, it's, it's, it's metal is for all, as I have always said, you know, whatever thing or issue you have it, metal is for all so that's you know i mean i, I think that's thursday it's really heating up now there's so much fucking hidden gems of little things of explosions of crazy great stuff going on everywhere and these kind of fantastic little things that if you could see them out if you keep your eye open they're there and there's two or three moments there they've got the chances to be you know really historic so that was thursday uh the the first Ah, Okay, so uh, a treat for people maybe not going to vacking, or you know, did not finding any of this uh, to or, or anything they're going to be even looking at at all, or kind of like, well, I don't really care about Vaken. or That's cool. That's cool too. I've got a really nice treat. Uh, normally, I put bands at the end of a, a show. I'm going to put a band, the same band. I'm going to part in the, in the middle part now. Is I'm going to play a song for you. Um, And then repeat and do another song at the end of the show as well Uh, So much as I've been sent some bits and pieces And I thought they were superb Death Metal And it's Anoxide uh, A-N-O-X-I-D-E Anoxide And uh, uh, fantastic This this, this particular song is a really good introduction to what they do They're... um, and they're almost a bridging sort of thing. You can see it's it's accessible without being without diluting any of its sort of power, and it just a superb way to vocally as well. Listen to the to, to the changes and stuff and what they're doing. I found it incredibly uh, incredibly accessible, but at the same time incredibly brutal as well. I mean, it's like cattle decapitation and decapitated and all that type of stuff. But there is like there is Pantera running through there and stuff. There's some really great mix of this band from from London way. So I'm going to play a song now. I'm going to repeat they playing a band at the end as well, so I'm going to play them twice, such so a much I like them, and they'll probably, add, they'll probably get added to the playlist sort of thing that I do as well. So for those not listening and, and care about Vakan, and maybe like, what about what about us Coop this month, or this week, or whatever you want to time in the, the podcast to. So this is Anoxide with The Immortality of Faith. Okay, still with me. Uh we're at Friday now at Vacken. Um there was things to really I mean all the big guns are coming out now, like as it goes fucking crazy. And I just I had a little bit of a look at the weather. This will probably come out on the Thursday or late on the Wednesday night. Um because I'm just just not quick enough with this type of stuff. And there's so much to cover. But I was having a look at the weather and the weather looks like it could be quite quite tough out there. I really hope there's no problems with, with Vakin because it's it's a massive sort of thing, and I, they'll they'll have things in place, and there'll be different tents, and they'll work around it, and that's the way festivals have to. They have to kind of do on a fly because weather's so, so unpredictable. But let's get right into Friday. Friday for me starts with uh, Jindia, J I N J R on the louder stage. Why? Well, they're just fucking. I discovered them uh, about a year or so ago. Uh, Tatiana, it's like a Ukrainian sort of metal, and it's it's kind of everything. It's kind of progressive and core and stuff and that type of thing. I don't play much. I don't think I've seen them play much in the UK. So there's another reason festivals are so good, is that these bands that, that, that very really play over in in this country, in the UK, play over there. So it's uh, it's a really kind of um, really kind of important to try and get to see some of these bands that you never see. Then, and Ginger for me Is a really good way To ease in that first day Like you know You only have to listen To something like Sit, stay, roll over I think it's from The King of Everything uh, Something like that's called that album Just to realise How fucking interesting And, and uh, you yeah, know Tatiana's de- 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 delivery Is just fucking wicked she got real uh, gaunt of stuff Like the uh, you know, c- c- Collection of different voices She can put on To really get the message Drive home Fan- Just fantastic stuff On a larger stage So they're really Going to deserve your interest And then we're on the harder stage for for and it's yeah. Queensrÿch is really interesting because I think that they maybe their their legacy has maybe been affected with the uh, with with the Jeff and Todd and, and and the whole kind of the bust up and the lawsuits kind of with with, with that. Like you know, you think has that affected maybe how we are the mu Certainly, it's because it's, it's affected the music. That's maybe coming out from the had it not been for all the messing around with it, whichever side you want to take on it, maybe would have got a different a different thing from it. You know, maybe you got got more better quality stuff coming from Not The stuff there's from, there isn't great quality. I mean, that you wonder what if what if, what would that have been like? You know, and you know you just think, I don't know. It's where 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 what's to say about Queen's Rike's current situation? It looks like it's all been resolved now. So you know, hopefully you know we we can they can start to kind of get back to what they did, and obviously we're we're sitting here, uh, uh, we're we're going to expect Operation Mindcrime, the, the the and the and the track as well as well the as silence and stuff We're expecting all of them, but I quite idea, is it was eyes of a traitor. I can't remember anything. There's a, but Queensgate for me is still hugely important. Still a lot going on, and I just think that I wonder if their legacies. Been wrecked by 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 the, the the division they've had. Like it's always a shame when that happens, but I think they've, 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 they've so far I've had a couple of people seeing them recently live and said that they haven't missed a beat that it's that it's fantastic. So you know, f- for me, let let's see what happens with that. Must see, must see. Staying with the harder stage, I think is uh is, is Cradle of Filth. Why the fuck? How could you can't have back and you can't have a metal festival without Cradle of Filth? Can you really? I mean. What's I'm gonna say this about a lot of bands? What's to say that can't be said about them? These are these, these are now moved into iconic sort of sort of status, and you know you have you create if you ever like them or you don't you really you really do and it and it but you can't deny that Danny has an extremely unique sound, and you know. Um, I don't know I, I, it's gonna be interesting to see kind of it's always the the does it work best outdoors and all that i think we'll we'll park that because people think i think are above that and you know obviously you want to hear dusk and and hear the brakes and stuff and uh and I, but I think that new materials what I, what what more interests me you know, like, uh, what is it, Cryptorania, or, or th- I'm, I'm pronouncing all these things terribly, aren't I, sorry, uh, but uh, that's uh, quite nice to hear, like, like the seductiveness of death I heard off that, which I thought was pretty good, but I'd quite like, if I had to make a little bit of a deep pull, I quite like to hear Malice Through the Looking Glass, I think that's a, that's a particularly good song, and that's what pe- Cradle of Filth, are almost guilty, not guilty, but almost punished by the same thing, that people think they know what they sound like, before they even hear the band, so they think that it's one thing, and then it, it's, it's another thing, They're almost, their vision and sort of brand if you will brand and cradle of filth imagine putting them to two words in the same sentence it's almost bigger than they are people think they know what they are but actually giving them a chance and listening to them and actually realizing there's fucking the musicianship on it is is fucking incredible so yeah definitely want to check out cradle of filth and then you want to move to, to the louder stage for life of agony you know and it, it, why because they're just yeah, you know what i think life of agony are one of those just to uh, massively underrated bands. I mean the people love them, love them, you know. But I think they maybe got lost a little bit and kind of there's some car comparisons to Alice and Chains and stuff. And I don't understand that why. But River Runs Reds a fucking it's 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 pretty fucking amazing album. You know, Just Z's playing's just fucking is is as great as everyone. And the songs like, you know, Words and Music and The Stain Remains these are all fucking really great songs. I bet they—they've been playing fucking forever, and they play a lot of shows. And I bet they're a the fucking drill machine. I've never seen Life of Agony live, and I really want to. I think, uh, I think I really need to kind of open up their their back catalog because they're fucking massively underrated, fucking completely underrated Life of Agony. So you definitely want to check them out on the larger stage, and then over on the harder stage, we've got a uh, Body Count featuring Ice Motherfucking T. I believe is how you pronounce it. I mean, <laughs> what, you, what what can you say about body count ninety two? Sort of, they were around. I remember first hearing that intro on 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 the the first album and uh, smoked pork. I believe it's called where he kills the the, the policeman, and the whole sort of fury about cop killer and stuff. But that's that fucking riff when Ernie C comes in. That that that's a fucking that's a great metal riff. And they probably don't get the the props they need for mixing rap and metal as well with that you know i remember being visi- visibly sort struck by when after i think it's after the, the first track a proper and um, it goes uh you know s- several people were killed and, blah, 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 and now sports and i and I realized that there was a very 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 overt political and social sort of uh out outspoken of what of what was going on uh, you know he was really kind of like speaking of his time and of where he where he was from you know and you know, stuff like there goes the neighborhood and stuff, and bodyguards are still fucking kicking ass like you, know, and they're still amazing, amazing band with you know, with a real sort of true. Ne- never before has some of the stuff they've said been 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 more more true about how kind of people have no understanding of what someone else's suffering is, and, and someone else's position, and someone else's situation, and, and, and all that type of thing. So, it, it absolutely absolutely essential if you are if you are if you're not too keen on that like would, uh, as a sidebar just throw in that savage messiah are playing on the wasteland section about the, i think about the same time so you can go to there because savage messiah is just fucking stock and trade amazing you know so they're pretty good so you, you can you can you can maybe go over to today if you don't want to see that and then we get to fucking on the, the faster stage anthrax uh I've, i did one um for, for like a few shows where i talk talked about anthrax and you know, it's tough because I want to hear all the classics. I want to hear Iron Law and Court Moss. You're fucking right. I want to hear them, my favourite songs. Maybe NFL as well. But I want to hear those songs. But I also want to hear newer material and I want them to take some chances. They'll probably have a long enough set that let's, let's take a chance. And they may do. I just hope they don't play it too safe and play all the classics. That's fine. But... You can take a chance and put one or two in there. Maybe bring someone else, you know, something like that. I think you know it's going to be a great set, and that'll be a you can bank on that. Absolutely, bank and put your money in the bank for that. The the anthrax are going to put up a really really great set. Scotty's, I've never seen play a bad set. You know, so I think great. But let's see if we can do something different, guys. Let's see if we can just maybe put one or two songs in there. Really deep pulls, really deep pulls and see what happens. They're normally quite good at trying to mess them up with some some stuff and teasing songs, like I'm the man. Sometimes you tease them, don't play it, whatever. So, you know, let's see what they can do with that now. The first kind of real uh, tough call for me was between Prong uh, uh, on the Headbang stage or Meshuggah for different reasons entirely. Prong, I want to see, obviously, snap your finger, snap your neck. I want to see that. And I know I wanna see uh, he hits on me. I've never seen Prong, never seen him, heard him quite a few times, ne- never seen never actually seen them. And in on the headband stage just slightly smaller, I wonder if what what that would be. I get the feeling that could be pretty fucking biblical, that like but I in honestly in honesty, I wanna see my on the louder stage. You know I mean just where do you start with the sugar? You know, it, I'd like to see stuff. Off, I'd like to let's see. I'd like to hear stuff of destroy, raise, and improve. And obviously, future breed machine, maybe bleed of of maybe maybe that as well. Like, but my sugar are just. People think maybe sometimes they're maybe com- more complicated than they are, and that's almost a direct quote from from guitar player the, the the guitar players and the people in the band. They sometimes sound but but it's not that they're, they're inventive and it's interesting and it's fresh, and I think that that is 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 a really sort of. Interesting sort of bent for me. I think that that would be something I'd I'd, I'd really like to see. Like machine, haven't seen Mushuga once again. Very rarely play over in my country, so it's 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 it's, it's not hard off to him. So same with Prong. So that was a really tough call. Same Mushuga. Prong, it could go either way on the day i could probably split it down the middle if you didn't like any of those bands as well as a sidebar i definitely suggest seeing nashville pussy on the beer section but was it called beerania something like that i can't remember but it's on one of those sort of sections nashville pussy are also playing superb they are they're superb like sort of classic great rock band so then you could you could you've you got slayer <laughs> you've got slayer on the harder stage and slayer now i mean they're on the victory lap right this is the victory lap now. This is the thank you to all the fans. This is the thanks to everyone. So you don't want deep pulls and you don't want that. You want, I want dead skin masks. South of heaven. I've talked about this before. That's what we want. We want to see Kerry. You know, giving it the full beans with the spikes, all all the way up his arms and all that. We want to see all of that. That's what that's what we want. And Slayer are going to do, absolutely destroy because that they don't know how to do anything else. Hopefully, I think that might, that might be a good one to film that if I was Slayer film film back in. but. That's I mean, you don't want deep pulls. Why? Because you you might not see them again. Deep pulls are good if you don't see a band again. I think maybe or if you're going to play another time. This is just front to back classics. Maybe a sprinkling of the of the newest stuff slightly, but you just want all us all out war for Slayer, and it will be. It'll be fucking immense. It's Slayer's going to be fucking, it, you know, once again another band almost beyond critique if you will um although i've seen them you know be great not so great they've always been pretty great all the time so that's slayer now um i i I think i'll probably opeth is probably the the more obvious choice but i would go a wandering i think maybe thy artist murder on wet stage sounds like an interesting prospect to me deathcore australian i believe deathcore um and they have that song make america hate again fucking that's gonna go fucking off if they play that they, let's be honest they will play that i'd quite like to hear um to with chainsaw as well from infinite death i think that's gonna be that'd be a, that's a great fucking song right there so i'd kind of drift off to kind of maybe go to to, to them um maybe instead of Opof. i think you know that i want to try and check out this disneyland after dark or dad as they've had to change because of obviously legal contractual obligations I just want to see what that's all about. I listen to a bit of the stuff and I don't kind of I don't quite get it. I don't quite get what what what's going on there. It just doesn't mean I don't like it. I Just, just don't understand what, what what the attraction is. But obviously, he must be of note. You know to, to be amongst those. And then from a music point of view, you've got it. You've got it to end it with um with soil, for me um and. Why? Well, it's Soil at that time. And I think at one o'clock in the morning or something like that, it's just going to be great with it. You, you know, you've you had a couple of beers inside you or whatever your drug of choice is, and you're enjoying yourself. And then Soil launch into, you know, obviously Halo and stuff off Scars. But you know, they're much more than that. I've, I've done some shows with, with Soil, and they're much more than, than that. I mean, that's their big song. It's almost their albatross on their back, but it's a great song. But like Bringing Me Down, that's a great, great song as well. And also Redefine is is a great song by them trust me they've got fucking groove for days and they're going to be great that that's a, a great one to get what you want to do is you want to say to all your friends tell you what i'll meet you at soil don't see soil together and all they get have, have a few beers or whatever and enjoy soil because they're they're a really 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 great band one of the interesting things about this uh well, and swing the bloodstock are doing as well is this keeping everything green and trying to to, to think of actively about the environment Obviously, that's a huge issue, and one of the things that happens at festivals is people leave their fucking tents, beer bottles, barbecue kits, all that fucking shit gets left over, and some poor fucker has to clean that up, you know, Uh, and not only that, but that is all non-disposable stuff and plastics and things like that, and it's fucking the environment up, like, you know, I remember the The surfers back in you know back in you know, maybe ten fifteen years ago, where they were like, "Don't poison the the oceans because they were surfing, then there'd be no more surf." If you we keep fucking around with the environment, there's gonna be no more open areas to fucking have these festivals. And that sounds like me fucking going. Oh, Coop's going on the political climate change thing, and he's fucking talking about the band. I am because it fucking is. It's a thing. It needs to be fucking looked after. You know so. Also, it's just fucking good manners. Show some fucking respect for the fellow people you live on this fucking blue dot with. And and fucking clean up after yourself. You know, I've seen people leave, they go to a show, a festival, and leave the tent, say, you're a motherfucker. You know what I mean? There's plenty of things you can do. There's pop-up tents and all kinds of stuff. Clean up after yourself. The best sight we can see is when we see the this, the festival at the end and there's there's pictures where there's no fucking trash and there's no shit everywhere. That's fucking boss when that happens. When that happens, it proves to people like, hold on, you know, it can be done and it should be done. So, you know, clean up after yourselves, motherfuckers. So that's Friday, a fucking um, pretty, pretty fucking solid day. Some fucking great bands playing on there. And that last run of like kind of Body Counts and Anthrax and Sugar and Slayer. Fucking hell, that's that's excellent. So yeah, that looks like one of the definitely one of the highlights days for for sure. Okay, so we're into the the last day. Did I say before that this was Sunday as well? I don't know. Maybe I'm pre-programmed on it. I think the festival's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's not. It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Saturday's actually the 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 last day. So we're straight into into, into Saturday. Is a vacuum for me? This is the most interesting day. I mean, at the end it gets it. it there's some very clear choices, but there were some very some things i was like hmm, who will i go and see and for me it starts with tesseract on the headbanger stage of course it starts with tesseract long time you know they did just never a bad performance always amazing always interesting and progressive and you know always really kind of involved so i find it like having to concentrate almost not that you do have to concentrate on on some 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 rock and metal but and you don't to be honest with some of those base value uh, enjoyment but with Tesseract they're just getting better and better you know Dystopia off Polaris and sits with King of Thunder and uh, a Nocturne off Altered States it all sits together they're just you know maybe kind of like they were the first kind of wave of that progressive sort of type of thing and but they're just fabulous fabulously entertaining and it translates really well live i find it really it works really well in a live live set of students play small rooms big rooms large rooms festivals and they always seem to tailor it just right and feed the crowd really really well so tesseract on a headbanger stage is going to be insanely good show of the show that then you've got a and a really easy win for me, it's on the faster stage, is The Profits of Rage. So, you know, mixing Rage, Public Enemy and Cypress Hill together, it's never going to be a bad thing. They're, they're three of my first personal favourite bands. And then having, like, fucking, you know, Chuck D, the voice of fucking everything. If Chuck D says it is, it fucking is. You know, uh, I mean, even the new stuff like Hail to the Chief is still fucking groovy and amazing, but... What we're listening out for, I mean, Professor Rage is a, is, the, is a public enemy cover, but what we're listening for, really, let's be honest, is we're listening for Killing in the Name of, maybe Take the Power Back I'd Like to Hear, definitely Bomb Track, because we're never going to see Rage again. So, you know, this is the closest we're going to get, like, but it's actually pretty much Rage playing them, if you know what I mean. But it's Tom Morello. Tom Morello is really is a guitar hero for a modern age, um, a thinking man's guitar hero, in both what he's saying musically. Uh, doing the lyrics that he's writing, the things that he's covering, but also in his playing, incredibly inventive, incredibly interesting. Never know where the next sort of thing comes in. And it must be mad for him because he wrote originally, he was writing guitar solo, saying he was listening to, to Chuck D and was trying to write a, a guitar solo like what Chuck D would sound like. And now Chuck D's in the band. And it just, it, I think it's really opened up Tomorrow's playing. So, Prover to Rage on the faster stage, you know, that's just going to be such an easy win. They're going to go down an absolute storm. Amazing, uh, just amazing stuff. Then you've got an interesting choice for me, and I'll tell you why. On the, the harder stage, you've got Bull of My Valentine now. I mean, yes, you're going to want to hear four words to choke upon and hand of blood and, and that type of thing, and you're going to hear that. But uh, for me, I've, I've, uh, I have I've saw them a couple of years ago, uh, I think it was download, and I thought they really did a good job. Um, but I think to myself, they're trying to grow. And they're trying to become a, a you know a more involved and interesting band, not that they weren't involved and interesting before, but they're trying to become more as you should do as a band. You should try to grow, but it's always hard to find the edges of the map of where it's, where the, where the, where it kind of sits. And then New album Gravity, um, I was listening to a couple of songs and they didn't really take with me yet. I don't don't know what kind of how I felt about them. I did like uh, Don't Need You. I think it's called. I think that's a good song. I I want to see what they do live. One of the things that you're listening for, especially oh, you going to see especially at a festival. Is a chance to see a band that you've listened to but never seen live. I talked about this previously with UFO and the the widely held belief that Doctor Doctor the live version is much better than the the, the album version, which it is. Uh, any band with its salt is good live. Is great live, and sometimes. They can explode into something quite amazing live. Bullet are one of those bands that, if you're a bit unsure, like, hold on, this sounds like a tune, relax, this song, blah, blah, blah I don't know where they're going with this. Wait till you see them live and it all comes together. And that's what I'd want to see when I see Bullet for my Valentine. I want to see it all come together. I think Padge is an incredibly underrated riff writer and guitar player as well, the other guitarist in there, um, so, along with Matt. I think that you really should get. I want to, I would like to see what they did with this now. And I really want to kind of see what they've they got a really good platform because they can prove they can entertain. I think they've been like, you know, supporting large headliners at festivals for quite some time now. So it's, you know, only really a matter of time before they get their own full headliner show. And then you've got um on the loud stage, you've got Avatar. And I, I fell in love with them really late on. I got into them, and a couple of friends were going, oh, their previous albums are fucking. You know better, like Black Walls and and and, and uh, the uh, Halo Apocalypse and stuff, are much better albums. But I really liked Avatar Country. I I, I just think it, it was a, it's a, it's a concept album in a, a really weird sense about this kind of whole sort of. Um, King who rules and it's all about kind of, it's like a story almost but within the- within the concept, but I was on country that song in itself i was i played that to fucking death, I adored that song, and it's pure theater because it's just a the you know Ekestrom's singing and, and kind of playing The whole the whole thing And it's going to be one. I wonder what I've, Yet yeah, I've missed them About twice I've had the chance To see them and missed them But I really want to see How this translates To a live format And a live sort of set And I think it's going to be fabulous You know I don't think they'll play they play the whole album in full of probably They'll probably play stuff from, from, from all over the material But it's the underline as well And something that belies it Is that the, the, the musicianship Is absolutely superb as well It's really really strong So don't let the fact that You know it's all You know uh, elaborate concepts and, and and outfits and stuff well, yeah this is fucking legit it's it uh, avatar really really strong great band i think the next move that they do is going to be fascinating and interesting but i think they're going to go with this avatar country for a long long time because it's it's really strong so yeah avatar on the louder stage is definitely a must for me and then you got the interesting one parkway drive now i don't know where it's come from i wish it would fuck off back to it but remember when he got announced for Bloodstock and there was more than a little bit of fucking hate for, for for Parkway Drive. And I think, and I may be wrong here, but I think that it comes from maybe some people's misconceptions of what they sound like. There's an awful lot of this at the moment where people see the look of a band or they think a band is one thing and the band is actually something else. Yeah, Parkway Drive are fucking great. You know, they're they're a really good band, you know, carry on. From like Horizons is a fucking great song. Yeah, they played they played back and before in 2016 or something, I think. It was, was it? Um, you know, and I just you know people need to be given them a chance. If we're gonna see where the next headliners are gonna come from, we have to give these bands the opportunity to become headliners. You know, so their new stuff like Prey and, and The Void and stuff, I, let's see how this works out. And I think that's that's exciting, right? That's exciting to, that there's a band out there that were like, well, we know so, they've got a good sort of collection of songs and they can do, the, do it, get done, but can they do it when there's and work with the crowd? Because the crowd is an f- enormous, enormous part of being a headliner, being able to work that crowd. Watch, like, Corey and, and Slipknot, how that happens, how they work the crowd as well. And watch when it fails as well, when people can't entertain the crowd. But all the best headliners learn to work with the crowd and then play with them and parkway drive i think are beginning that process and where's bullet point valentine i would say i would argue well but okay if you don't want, if you still think if you still like you just want your classic stuff then you know i i get that that's cool too but you know if you if you want to watch a bit of Parkwood drive certainly check them out look you should check them out and make it up for yourself and see what you think but i think you'd be surprised but the easily for me diamond head on the headbanger stage fucking hell Diamond Head, just fucking... They're a national treasure. Brian Tatler's a fucking national treasure and should be treated as such. Um, Just incredibly and hugely important. It, there isn't a metal band out there that doesn't know a debt of gratitude to Diamond Head. You know? And I'm not just talking about Am I Evil, which is obviously the, the thing. I mean, even still, the other classics like, you know, The Prince and Helpless... And stuff like that. Uh, uh, you know, these are these are classic, classic metal songs, timeless classic metal songs. And Brian Tatler still fucking still plays. He, he's he's just such a pocket amazing riff guy. Incredible, incredible stuff and on the Headbanger stage. That's just going to be amazing. Even the new stuff like the sleeper from um, uh, I think it's called the Coffin Train. The riff on that when it kicks in about a minute off, it's fucking brilliant. And you know, this these bands been going for a long, long time. Still producing it, still getting it done. Diamond Head, classic, classic rock um and metal. Um, so then keep it in that vein. You know, we end pretty much the whole sort of thing, and I would end it by seeing this because I it's a safe better hands. It's gonna send you off into the night with all those riffs in your head and all those sing along sections in your head. So seen, last time I saw them was with their uh, testaments and they were brilliant then. The brilliant gonna be brilliant there is the Mighty Saxon. um, You know, they started in, what, 77 when I was born. And, um, you know, uh, a little bit before I was, after I was born, sorry. And, uh, you know, with, you know, with your wheels of steel and denim and leather, you know, and Biff's vocals and, and Quinn's guitars, just, just fucking, they've never, never disappointed. Just constantly, you know, constantly pushing forward and constantly kind of being interesting, but still staying Saxon. The saxon and know it straight away, you know, and okay, you know we we, we want to hear Wheels of Steel, we want to hear all that, you know, but I I want to hear like you know, and then you want to hear possibly one of the greatest uh, metal songs about uh, metal metal bands and and audiences is and the bands played on, you know, after the. the Uh, monsters of rock at donington in 98 uh, i think it's like august the 16th at that particular date when they played with like the scorpions and judas priest and stuff and rainbow and they wrote a song about that about the crowd and about the demons well that's fucking it joins the pantheon of those songs uh, uh, along like along with we are the road crew and stuff like that so you know incredible stuff but i want to hear like you know some of them maybe D because like Witchfinder General, oh, that's a fucking good riff that is, isn't it? That's an amazing song that. Um, and maybe Stand Up and Count, Stand Up and Be Counted from Wheels of Steel as well. Don't play that. Don't think a lot. I'd like to hear that. That's fucking great. But the you, you you're looking at the elder statesman with all with all reverence intended there, you know, with all respect intended. Elder statesman of of the peers of this of metal of what we we're talking about. Saxon represent back in, in many ways and the the, the 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 perfect encapsulation of what the genre is a, is about Saxon fabulous on the on the faster stage to 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 send you off musically at the end of at the end of your, uh, your festival but there are two um, there's two movies playing as well on this Saturday which I urge you to see when you get the chance one I haven't seen one I have uh, one is the Syrian Metal is War which is a unbelievably important documentary about Metal in Syria, and and, and during conflict times, uh, which is just unbelievably mind blowing. The other one I haven't seen is Amon Ar- Amarth's The Rising uh, of Vikings, which I haven't seen yet, but I am told very very good. Both of those exceptional documentaries. That if it does take the toll on you, and the festival gets too much for you, or you, or whatever it may be, then you know, steal yourself away and get to, and, and watch those. Uh, it's inarguably compelling viewing and essential viewing. So there you go. That's that's Vaken for, for, for this year coming now. I'm, I'm constantly getting reports from people. I know people who head there now, people who work in there, who tell me that there's been all kinds of uh, lightning and stuff, and they've had to change some things around. So these sets will probably change. I hope everybody stays safe. I hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, the festival. It's a fantastic festival that once in your life, if you're metal, if you're a metalhead, you must go to. So did I get them wrong? Is the bands I've missed? Am I talking out my hat? Is the the stuff that I should have maybe concentrated on? Is the bands I've completely missed? Who did you want to go and see? Who should you go and see? Um, Who should be playing back? And who should be headlining? who shouldn't be headlining? As always, leave your comments and your suggestions and, and messages. I've had since the last podcast... About Forlorn Hope's uh, launch show I have been I, The line inundated is, is no, there's no mean feat Absolutely a cavalcade of fucking messages All really positive Talking about bands Talking about stuff I've said and I, thank you so much because it's it's nice to get that sort of 360 of stuff coming back to you and, and, and being able to reciprocate. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast, enjoying what, what I'm saying and passing it on to the people. That's the key thing. Now people are like, I wish I'd listened to your podcast you know, uh, last year or, when it, or the year before when it started. I've only just got on to it. Please share this with other people, suggest it to other people so they can listen to it and judge for themselves. And that's the only way this kind of thing comes Comes alive with that said. I want to start another sort of section of the podcast. I'll probably call it playlist or something. And I'm probably going to regret doing this, but I need bands now that want to be heard and um, to send me their songs that they want to be considered to play on this place. I'm going to put a playlist together, let's say 30 minutes, maybe an hour of bands that I think are really fucking great and i think people should hear and then you can stick that on and listen to that and, and and or add it to your spotify list or your playlist or whatever i think that's going to be a good way forward so thanks for listening to the show so far um i'll probably get a uh some more sort of tracks tracks on at the end of them if I can get one at the end of this track i'll do an intro after it after this um but yeah thanks for listening to the show I really appreciate it, and I'll see you again. And to play us out, as promised, another track by Anikside. This is Embrace the Gods of Pestilence.